are so honored that you're here with us for season three. We want to share, connect, and grow the paper flower community with you. Welcome to Paper Talk. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paper Talk. Today's episode is sponsored by patron Elaine Lim. We appreciate your donation and we're excited to keep creating content for the paper flower community. If you're interested in supporting us, head on over to Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash paper talk and sign up as a patron. We would love to see you there. Hello, everybody. Happy March. I can't believe March is here and we have been working with this amazing lady. Her name is Christina Shea. She is is one of our brand new team members. I guess it's been a few months now. Yeah. I have to say, I love Christina. She's been really amazing in helping us oversee all the different projects we have, overseeing our team because, you know, Jesse lives in Toronto. I live in Seattle, different time zones. We have different projects going on all the time, our own projects, and also, of course, Paper Talk Project. And so it's been really hard for us to juggle everything. And we made the investment to hire an integrator to oversee all of our visions, our brand, and she's pretty much the glue right now. So you can never leave us, Christina. <laughs> so That's welcome so to me. I, what an intro. My goodness. I hope I live up to that. No, but thank you guys so much for having me on. This is so cool. And this is just any format I get to talk to you guys is, is always my favorite. So happy to be here. <laughs> well, we're so glad you're on our team. Because back in the summer, I mean, Quinn and I were, I think, at a crossroads of some yes. sort. Mm-hmm. We had launched Paper to Profit. It, it had done amazingly well. <laughs> it was something that was kind of last minute to put together or to, I would say, polish, polish up and actually launch. And after that, in the summer, we were kind of like, okay, what's next? And then we decided, oh, Paper X Talk, because we wanted to be able to talk about certain topics that a lot of us and our colleagues were finding interesting. One of them being pricing. Pricing was a big always. topic that we're always struggling with. A lot of us are struggling with. And so we thought, you know, at Paper X Talk, doing a lecture series would be like the best thing possible. It would be perfect to kind of connect with people when we can't see people in person. So we did that. And then we were thinking about doing other stuff. And I think everything kind of got overwhelming for us. So there were so many things going on. We had so many ideas. You know, we've talked about it on the podcast before about an art, an international art exhibition. We were doing, you know, our podcast. It was our third season. We were changing things up. There were just so many things going on that I think at one point we just sat there and we were like, you know, maybe we need help. Like not on the execution necessarily, even though we do, we we're struggling with that a bit too, because there was just so much to do. Mm-hmm. But on the integration part, the part where we wanted to create some more consistency in all of the projects that we were doing, not just one. I mean, neither one of us come, well, I mean, Quinn has some background in marketing, obviously she has a marketing background, but it's hard when you're so close to something, it's hard for you to see the forest from the trees. And so I think at that point, Quinn and I were talking about, you know, maybe we need to bring somebody in. Maybe we ourselves need somebody from the outside to coach us a little bit on how to grow. Like, how do we get from this point to work smarter, not harder, and yet be able to grow Paper Talk simultaneously at the same time, work on our own brands too, because we're not just crafted to bloom and pink and posy we're all three yes so having Mm -hmm. that discussion we decided you know we need to we need somebody and then quinn quinn through her networking of course (laughs) (laughs) the queen was like hey you know i'm working with this girl named christina and she's gonna help me with my black friday sale so what do you think of having her help us and look through paper talk and tell us what she can do you know and help us here comes christina and it's been really it's been quite a ride so far but christina tell 
tell us a little bit about what your first impressions were when you looked over all of our brands. Um, well, first and foremost, like it's very obvious that you both are kind of industry leaders in a sense. You know, you guys know at the highest level, you're artists, you know, and you really perfected your craft. And both of you have an equal passion for sharing that with other people. And then the final piece of that is, you know, empowering people to take that hobby to the next level and start monetizing and making money on it. And that all being said, super inspiring. And I feel like that's kind of what made me feel like we click really well because I'm totally, my business is really focused on empowering creative entrepreneurs. So with that instant connection and then diving into more of the details of the different brands that you had, I could tell both of you had so much growth happening, but going in all directions as I had kind of said earlier today and needing help with someone to kind of rein things in. What's our goal? What's our target? And really just making sure that things are cohesive. It's the word I use like a million times a day, cohesive, seamless, like, you know, keeping things organic, but kind of in order in a sense. I don't think we talked about your background yet. We felt like we just jumped right in. It's like, this is an amazing girl. What is your (laughs) background? How did you become an integrator? Yes. So I always love to tell people I was very much so that like girl selling Girl Scout cookies competing and like, how can I get the whole neighborhood? You know, like just very much so that like crazy entrepreneurial spirit. I've always said I wanted a business and just kind of wasn't sure exactly how that would manifest, but led me into business school. I graduated from Auburn University with a marketing degree. Like most people jumped right into the corporate sector. And I worked in that realm for probably two years, three years. And I just kind of knew the setting wise, it wasn't going to be a good fit long-term and amazing experiences, incredible mentors, but I kind of shifted gears, started working with smaller local businesses at very much so as like a side thing. Like I had a few friends that one friend had a restaurant, started to helping with their marketing and sales and kind of things like that. And it actually led me because I was doing this all as like side work to pursue my passion also of flowers. And I became a florist for a very (laughs) brief stint of my life. And I was loved so much that, that I really only did about a year jumping into working as a florist at kind of a really high-end, unique florist here in Seattle, I really got to see kind of behind the scenes of like how creative businesses struggle with really extensive marketing and just overall administrative help. And so that's really kind of where the seed was planted, if you will. (laughs) And I started taking up just other side clients, a lot of people that were naturally kind of went in the direction of the wedding industry because it I was working in floral within six months of kind of going in this route of really helping people with big picture campaign strategy, development, branding, bigger things, not just, you know, social media management, but like to that next level, I was able to go full time within six months. So once I really realized like, wow, like I can help people, you know, do this on like a higher level and also an affordable and like creative way for entrepreneurs to get that help. I just kind of like started, just have been running with it ever since. So that's my uh, journey that got me here. And I love more than anything that we're all flower nerds, as I like to tell Quinn, because (laughs) there's anyone who's just as obsessed with flowers. It's definitely me. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. You know, it's so funny when we have our meetings, I always expect our meetings to be short and sweet and (laughs) to the point, but there's so much to cover. We allow ourselves like 45 minutes and we go like double the amount of time (laughs) because we're like, oh, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about that. 
oh, wait, there's another piece of this component. And we're not like chatting about other things. We're actually chatting about work. And the to-do list is so long. I'm just like, I'm so glad you're here to remind me I need to do that. <laughs> yes. Well, and I think it's, it's just so easy, especially as an entrepreneur. I feel like it, or a small business owner in general, you know, you're, you guys are in the role of visionary. So your job and your like zone of genius is that idea generation. How do I get this next commission? What direction do I want to go in? All these different things. That is totally your role. So to not have someone to help you rein that in and like create more of a system. And I can imagine it's super hard. So totally get it. So Christina, so one of the reasons why we brought you on this particular podcast was to kind of give our listeners kind of like our conversation of how we work with you as an integrator and how you're helping us because we hired you mainly to work on paper to profit, helping us to revise it, update it, and also to make sure our student is getting the best information as possible with the format we've given. And so what was your first impression when you saw paper to profit? The short answer really is I I said, why aren't you guys teaching this class at my alma mater? Like just so in depth. And I honestly was really blown away because my, a lot of my experience is working with creative entrepreneurs that are launching courses. So I do get to see a ton of different content all the time. And it's not even a question that the depth and quality of information in your guys's course has blown everything out of the water so far. So Yay. truly, yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, you know, high quality info. I'm just listening to this information, reading through, going from all the way down to, you know, understanding taxes, invoicing, like really just so such a robust business starter course. I mean, I, nothing has compared to it so far. So definitely awesome. (laughs) I think one of the challenges that we have, we don't hear it from the students. So students, if you're listening, please finish paper to profit, but also be aware we're updating paper to profit, but we want you to get the information that we're, we have up right now in the portal. You will be getting the new version of it too, but we want you to be able to absorb the information and then go back again and see the updated version. We're adding a lot more graphics. We're breaking things down so it's more digestible. We're breaking chapter. I know chapter one is very overwhelming. When you first walk in, there's so much that you need to do when you're setting up your business. So we want to break it down to easier digestible pieces that you can absorb and says, okay, I can do that. And then move on to the next piece instead of being thrown. Chapter one, here's 50 things you need to do. <laughs> like, whoa, that escalated so fast. <laughs> yeah. And so I think one of the tasks that Christina is doing is how can we comb through this, still give you the amazing information that we have, but break it down to easier pieces to understand. Definitely. And I, I think that first and foremost, we don't want to take any of this information out really, because all of it really is high quality and valuable information. I mean, even as a relatively new business owner, I was looking through this and just wished that this was all in a beautiful package like this and given to me on day one of entrepreneurship, because it's just so step-by-step and it's like actual information. But we understand, you know, after really talking and reviewing the feedback from the previous students that a lot of this information is initially kind of harder to break down because our 
our students are coming from more of that creative hobby, really someone who is more truly an artist at heart versus, you know, where us three kind of have a little bit more experience in the, the business world or corporate background to where we kind of look at it and have a better understanding right off the bat. So the goal is just making it easier to digest and also softening the language, making things easier to understand overall and adding a lot of infographics, just visually making it easier to take in as well. So I'm super excited to see what we come up with and definitely no information is going away. We're just going to like <laughs> chill, it, chill it out a little. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I think you're totally right. I mean, the reality is we all three of us come from certain backgrounds that in which we approach, let's say entrepreneurship or something that in a way that might be different from the typical hobbyist or crafter or somebody who doesn't have a legal background, doesn't have an MBA. Like we're very privileged to have that type of background yes. and experience. Hence why we thought it was so important that we have, we kind of put all of our experience and, and everything we've learned into this package so that people can start off on the right foot. But at the same time, approaching it, it was so insightful seeing it from Christina's point of view, because you've seen so many other courses and also because you're just a third party, you know, you're like standing yep. outside side of the project. You can see going in that while, you know, there's tons of value and high quality, you have seen how people might be attracted to a certain type of delivery of the information as opposed to, like you said, diving right in. Diving right in because Quinn and I already have all this information and we're right. like, yeah, you got to know this. You got to know this, which is so true. But we're not necessarily the students. We're not necessarily the people who are actually going to be taking this course because we're already past that point. So seeing it from somebody else who's a little bit more impartial, who's has experience reviewing other creatives product and courses like this, it was really insightful. And I think it was really helpful for us to kind of put ourselves and try to think in a different mindset and ultimately understanding our target market is not us. Right. <laughs> our target market does not understand, you know, legalese, which I have to tell myself all the time. Our target market, <laughs> or like you said, like they're interested in making paper flowers. And if I can make a business out of it, great. But the first thing they're wondering about is probably not, you know, how do I do my taxes? It's probably going to be like, what kind of products should I offer? And like, where can I sell it? Those things that quote unquote, are softer, are more realistic in their lives as opposed to, okay, what are the legal consequences of you not filing, you know, a certain thing or not right. expensing something? Mm -hmm. So yeah, having Christina on board to kind of review it was really helpful from that perspective. And the same thing, actually, on, on the same topic, in our initial, so last year, the first year that we launched Paper to Profit, we, Quinn and I were really adamant about being able to be there for our students, to not just, you know, be on the sideline, but also interact with the students in one way or the other. So we had our community forum, which was fantastic. We had so much great feedback and we've been combing through that to see what kind of questions were raised, which kind of gives us an idea of what topics interest students who are purchasing the course. But and what also part that we can actually expound on and make sure that we answer that question before you even think about that question. Yeah, exactly. So we're integrating a lot of that in, but also we were, we really wanted to provide some sort of business coaching or mentorship part of it too, because we know that, you know, after the completion of the course, it could be overwhelming. Like, where do I start? Or maybe they had additional, very specific questions that they wanted to ask us. But on reflection, after this year, looking at the feedback, looking at the number of students who actually completed the course and actually then went on to the mentorship, we realized that the other thing that we didn't address, even though we thought, you know, oh, providing mentorship, that's going to be amazing. Because honestly, in that 20 minute, like it's like, bam, bam, bam. 
Yeah, um, right. to give you all like the information, all everything mm-hmm. we know. Yeah. But at the same time, getting there, we were kind of missing that part. Like, how do we get the student there? And so, on reflection, this year, this is what we're trying to revamp as well. How do we encourage students to finish the course with us, not on the sidelines, but with us, like helping you along? Mm-hmm. And as such, like after like discussions about how to do that, we decided to remit. We're going to remove that mentorship part at the end of the course. Rather, um, every week when the certain sections drop, we'll actually be there with you for, you know, an hour or whatever time we decide at the end. We haven't really figured that out yet, but we would literally be there and be available to everybody, all the students that are enrolled during this year and guide you along and answer any questions you have. So in a way, it's like we're doing it together. And I think this was also a discussion that we had because of the feedback we received from Christina (laughs) about (laughs) from her experience of, you know, seeing different courses and classes and seeing the completion rate and seeing what students actually of this this type of student what they want from their mentors and from their teachers and so that is something that we're also integrating into the program this idea of being with you every step of the way rather than at the end of the course having one mentorship session it's going to be more continuous and you'll be able to talk to your other students that are going through the program and you can also be you know because I feel like a lot of the students right now are in the same pathway they're on the same level Mm -hmm. they're just starting out they're trying to like they want feedback because does this sound better? And we saw that the community where people are like, hey, this is the name. What do you guys think? And there was so much good tips and advice that students were sharing with each other that I really, really enjoyed seeing. Like people helping each other. That's our main goal for our community is not only are we helping you and guiding you and educating you and giving you all the basic, but also there's a soft part of our artistic pathway where it's like, oh, should I be calling my business paper flower Maria or something along that line? Should I be using paper? Which you guys don't use paper. It's so over flooded right now. I see paper in business name. And the reason why I, I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, there's so many people like Jesse and I, when we're talking about hey, this other person, we're like, she's paper something. And we can't think of the other part. And there's just so many paper names flooded in that it's really hard for us to remember. Like even thinking about like Jerry with his problem getting his name, Paper Blooms. It's like, there's so many. If you look on Instagram, there's three accounts. And we ended up tagging somebody that was wrong because it was that, but we forgot the underscore. And we're like, oh. And so it's just be original, but also bringing your personality in is so important. And we talk about that in Paper to Profit. And we really... Really, what we help you do is we we want to hear your story. And the more we hear your story, the more we can understand and help you figure out how to run your business a little better, your foundation yeah. pieces. The thing is, there's assessment as you go through each of the chapters and we're asking key questions. And the reason why we ask those key questions is when you meet with us, we can actually know the story behind you. And that helps us be better mentors to help guide you along. Because if you don't give us feedback or information, we can only go through the general information and help you in that way. But if you give us your heart and soul and your insight information, it helps us guide you a little bit better because everybody's yeah. story is different. Absolutely. And I think it's so easy to fall into the marketing advice of, you know, putting your, you know, paper or like whatever your product or services into your actual name of your business. But when you guys are, you're in an extremely creative niche industry that being original is rewarded. So the 
reason, another reason why I think this course is just so awesome is but the way we're doing it this time is that it's almost kind of like we're doing it as a group coaching experience. So, you know, one week, one chapter a week, and then, you know, review and meet up and really being able to make sure that everyone's included, but also again, expanding on that community aspect of, you know, the paper talk community. So I've done like mindset. I'm currently just finishing up a small group, like of entrepreneurial mindset coaching. And it has been the best experience ever because there's all these other people involved. And it's like, it gives you this extra momentum of like, you create connection with these people and then you're like excited for the next meeting. It's like that your special little group, you're all going through it together. You understand. And it really drives that motivation of like getting through each step of the way. And so I'm just super excited to see kind of the response we have from this format moving forward. Me too. Yay. So you guys, it's going to be dropping in May. Did we just oh start on final date yet? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, which actually is a great way to get International Paper Flower Day. It's such Yay. a special day for us, May 14th. Yes. And it's going to be the third year. Can you believe it? I know. The- yeah, third wow. year. Yeah, third year that we're celebrating this yep. unique and special day. And we want to celebrate it with you guys together. Every year, you know, we have these graphics and we spread the word. We share our flowers and these posters for International Paper Flower Day. But this year we want to do something more. So we're really open to ideas. Oh, last year was Secret Garden, was it not? Yes. Last yeah. year was Secret Garden. So kind of peeking through the keyhole, which was so fabulous. And there was, if you do the hashtag International Paper Flower Day, look through all the images that we hashtag has curated in the past two years. So many incredible photos and just seeing the talent out there is just mind blowing. I love that. Yeah, it's super exciting. So this year we're putting out feelers. Let us know if you have any ideas of how we as a group, as a community can celebrate International Paper Flower Day. We'd be absolutely ecstatic to get suggestions, comb through them. We might do them all. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) And if you guys are on Clubhouse, we are meeting on Clubhouse pretty much every Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come and join us. Each week we focus on a topic to help you grow your paper flower journey and maybe on March 11th which happens to fall on the day this podcast drops is a Thursday and we would love to meet in that clubhouse and talk about different ideas that you want to throw out for International Paper Flower Day. Um, If you don't know what clubhouse is, DM us like DM us if we have invites definitely invite you so because we want everyone on board we want everyone on your club (laughs) so don't yeah don't be afraid to DM us or message us or email us about clubhouse we would love Love to have you there. Thank you so much, Christina, for joining us today. Yes, absolutely. It's my pleasure. I hope I get to chat with you guys again. Oh, for sure. I mean, now that you're on our team, we're going to be exercising that a lot. Yes. <laughs> a lot. Hey, come, we've got this issue. Like, what do you think about it? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Because I mean, Quinn and I talk about stuff and we have very strong opinions about stuff, but sometimes we don't know everything. And like we said before, like having a third party come in and who's not as close to what we're doing, not as close to our paper flowers. It's really helpful getting that type of third perspective. Yeah. Whether it's for a business or whether it's in our craft. So yeah, thank you yeah. for taking the time to yeah, join awesome. us today. My pleasure. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. You Bye too. everybody. Bye. If you're looking for a way to support us, please hit subscribe and write us a review. We would appreciate it so much. You can also support us as a patron on patreon.com. Your contribution would help us continue to create great content for you and the paper flower community.